0: Hey, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's uh, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. We're champ. We're, we're both champ. Ch- it's zoomed in again! <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm Heather. We're doing this. It's
1: happening. We're okay. just gonna do it. Okay, you go. <laughs> okay, so I have this uh, it's comic. This is issue number three. of <clears throat> B.E. Schwab, Shades of Magic, The Steel Prince, The Rebel Army. Um, this is... The last series in this little prologue here, um, basically just the rebel army gets to Veros, and Prince Maxim comes up with a way to destroy Rowan, who is a bone breaker. I don't know if that's the actual term. That's what I call him because he can destroy you from the inside out, which is sick. But finally figures out a way to destroy him. So while the rebels are attacking the city, he's like, I'm going to go on this boat. I'm going to find that boy. I'm going to kill him. Well wow. that's...
0: Vicious. yeah it's
1: uh very brutal especially because like maxim gets impaled like right before he goes he's like no i'm fine i can do it and they're like well, you're like bleeding out you're gonna die i'm gonna <laughs> do, do it. it i'm a prince i can do what i want oh that's great it's actually it, he's sounds like an asshole but i actually really like him
0: all right so. of course <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> okay so i got two books to talk about right off the bat Um, first I have Ginseng Roots. This is issue number three. And this issue just kind of covers, um, a lot of, like, Chinese lore and just different things like that. Uh, yeah, no, it is really cool. And in the back there is, like, a little, uh, I guess kind of appendix of where, like, everything he talks about kind of came from and its history within this and why it's there because there's just a there's a lot of stuff in here but it's just it's really insanely interesting and really cool how it's put together and you just kind of find follow this uh god who's just hanging out with ginseng and ends up being pulled to the future to this wisconsin uh ginseng festival and that sounds really cool yeah no it's really interesting really 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 like this book kind of surprised I guess because I didn't think I would enjoy it I guess just by the title it's not like like oh this is gonna be super duper interesting Mm -hmm. but it's been great um and then I have After Realm this is this is issue number one this is a quarterly book it was it was kind of strange but dealt a lot with mythical sort of things elves trolls a lot of Loki Ragnarok troll talk
1: Norse mythology,
0: yeah, lots of it. So it was, it was fun. It was a uh, at the same time very like easily readable, I guess. Accessible, accessible, yeah, to most people, mm-hmm. and not like some fantasy can't be. Wasn't but too thick. Not too thick, just the right amount, kind of fun, I suppose. If you wanted to get a teen into a fantasy book, I suppose this would help. Okay. <clears throat> As a teen who wants to get into fantasy, <laughs> I will read that. Uh, I probably will check out the next issue, though I wouldn't say like I'm 100% sold on it. Okay, that's it. That's all I had okay. to say. Okay. Um, so I have Isola. This is
1: issue number 10. Um, this one comes out. Well, it's supposed to be, like, every other month, but I feel like it takes longer than that now.
0: I feel like they've been on a break, maybe. Yeah.
1: Um. So this one came out, you know, today, and then the next one, it says, won't come out until summer. Oh, geez. So, yeah, I don't know the timeline for this book at all, um, and it does get very confusing since it is so long in between issues, but uh, in this issue, the guard, Rook, uh, kind of wakes up from this... Dream, and she's with Queen Owen, who in every other chapter of this has been in the form of a tiger. And what they're trying to do is get to Ysola so they can turn her back uh, into the queen so she can retake her kingdom and stuff. But she wakes up, and Owen's there and talks to her about, like, you know, how her mother died, and Ruth is like weirded out by it because she doesn't know what's going on. Um, but it has to do with the the witch that was in the previous two or three issues who was, like, poisoning Ruth to keep her there because she wanted company. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it all, like, ties together and stuff, and I still, I really, really love this book, um, despite the fact that I did have to go back and kind of flip through the previous one to remember exactly what was happening, but it's, uh, the colors are still the most beautiful thing, and I just love the fact that the main relationship here is between two women One of them is a queen, and the other one is just, like, a lowly commoner, Mm -hmm. but they just love each other so much, and
0: it's very sweet. (laughs) So maybe, like, something to pick up in trade if you can't keep that, like, focus. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I actually am, I think I might switch to trade, um, just because there is so long in between that I I forget that it even exists. Yeah. And I think it would be easier to have it all in front of you rather than, like, weeding four to seven months for the next one yeah for
0: sure I get that also yeah it just sucks because then you do forget and then you have to go back and then you kind of lose that interest in the book as well yeah
1: and it is a really really good story Uh, I've been really enjoying it um because it kind of reminds me of watching a
0: Miyazaki movie yeah yeah okay this is my turn it's your turn I have two more two more books I have Batman. This is issue number 88. This continues. What is this fucking storyline called? It's on a page. Their dark designs, part three. It's still of... Yeah, it's still just kind of on the fence. I'm. I just kind of want to know where the mystery starts and ends. And I mean, I got the start of it. You kind of find out more of what's going on and what pieces are at play and who is going to be doing what it's just it is super like we've yeah just hard it's just hard the transition the transition the is hard and I I'll get used to it but like otherwise like I really do love James Tiyon's work so it's not like he's a bad writer it's just you know. Not for you. Not for me, which is totally fine. Because you read other books of his. Yeah, I read other books of his. And I, like, don't mind this. It's just not... Not what I want, necessarily. It wasn't the Batman you signed up for. Yeah, it wasn't the Batman I signed up for. But it's just, like, also there's a bunch of gadgets and shit. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, I think that's probably my... One of my biggest issues about it. It's like I don't care what new thing he has, like I just don't. Can I see that? Look at his body on that.
1: He is disgusting. It's just a tank. It's like a cockroach.
0: <laughs> as as you're looking at that, I'm gonna talk about my next book, uh, The Man Who Fucked Up Time. That this book was really great. Really? It was Awesome. Okay. I, lo- I loved it quite a bit. It had just a nice little I don't know, nice little humor to it. Just him telling, narrating this story of how he just kind of fucked up. And how he his past self, or his future self, comes into the past to convince him to go into the future to, like, save his love, like, change his life for the better. And he's like, but won't that, like, screw with all of time and he's just like don't worry about it it's only one little thing Ashton creature learned that the hard way yeah and so it's just it's that okay so i mean you find out i think later that he possibly stopped abraham lincoln from being assassinated it's uh it's a good time i think it's it's worth it for a number one book ahead Oh, a great time. Okay. I, I want to get I want to get more of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read that one. Plus the art is great. Art is really really great. Let me see that. Let's look at. Ooh. Art and colors. It's, it's beautiful. Ah! Yeah. It's so bright! Yeah it's so bright. I love it. It's, it's, I think that's part of like why I enjoyed it so much is just like the art and colors really balanced it out and just like gave it a yeah. gave it a lot of life. thing. That's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna have to read that. Yeah. I, yeah and that's another one I think you might enjoy a little bit.
1: I can't remember what it was about that that I was just like I don't I'm not gonna get that one. I feel like
0: there's a lot of stuff in this last previews like trying to figure out if you and plus it's just kind of like one of those ideas it's just like yeah time travel it's been done.
1: Yeah and I think the main thing is like I really enjoy Aftershock comics but I can only do like so many before yeah, the other like They kind of blend into each other. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten that, like, Artemis one. Like, Artemis and the Assassin whatever number one. And I think that where I was like, all right, no more. No more Aftershock for a while.
0: It's like me with my action figures. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say this is definitely one to get back into. Okay. Get back into Aftershock. Let's do the Aftershock. Uh, And then next, we both have Gideon Falls. I read her copy because I didn't get one. And I I took a variant copy and saw it's really bright and pink. That's what I liked about it. yeah it was, it's, like, it's cute. It's, it's cute. It's a cute cover. So this is just a wrap up of a story arc.
1: yeah, and we don't know if it's like
0: near the end of the actual story because it feels like it should be like yeah, as it a definitely whole. does. But I mean, with time travel, it could be <sighs> anywhere. but I do feel like i don't I don't see them doing that to us right. I could
1: see maybe, like, one more arc, but more of, like, a tie-up than anything that ends on, like, another kind of Yeah, because there
0: are loose ends, mm-hmm. but it does feel almost final. hmm Oh, it definitely does. But, yeah, I thought it was
1: great. That everyone meets up with each other in a very vicious way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. And you finally get the laughing man, smiling man, like, you get him just full-on everywhere entering anybody's bodies it's some crazy shit it's awesome I I
1: love the fact that they are using a bug yeah like there's it's like bug heavy throughout the entire series and like it I I don't know bugs creep me out
0: yeah I can agree with that especially little roaches I don't like them yeah little roaches are gross and then just like in combination with the art and the like noise like it's just the crick cricks yeah it's great okay uh, I forgot that I... Yeah, we, <laughs> we did it. We got a lot. We I did it awkward. I have a lot of books. Oh, now I have part of my double dip of chip. Oh, it's a double dip <clears throat> chip week. It's a double dip chip week. Okay. Now Daredevil number 17. This is Through Hell Part 7. There's a lot of parts of this. this part 7? Part, part 7. Yeah. So... Matt's feeling just like he's the Robin Hood of Hell's Kitchen. I mean, he does he does say that at one point, just like I felt like Robin Hood. Uh, but he he's kind of realizing via other people that like his actions may have consequences, and that there could be some blowback from him robbing two really bad rich people. How how is he not? Which, as Daredevil, throughout, like, many years, you think he would have a handle on that, but... Maybe if I pray enough, it'll go away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. That was really good. Uh, so, yeah, that's... I really, I love this series a lot, and there is a part where he does go to church and is just like, I've put people in danger, possibly. Please, God, help me give this money back. (laughs) Is he still banging Electra? Uh, he was banging Electra, and after they did all of this bank ro- or this business man robbery, he found out that she stole some some billions for herself, That's and it was, was just like fuck you, because they spread all the money out throughout the Hell's kitchens, so all the little businesses and stuff. And I mean, she deserves a cut of it. She's banging a Catholic. <laughs> Yeah, he can <clears> deal with his guilt on his own time. So that's, that's Daredevil, as you know. Sorry, but I get really heated over banging. But there is no banging in this issue, so we took a step back from the hotness. But it was good. Okay. Highly suggested, especially, I don't know, it's just a really overall good story. There's not a bunch of, like, there's a lot of punching, but.
1: How would you, um, how many stars for a, a chip rating on this? One, one through Five.
0: Hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, I guess, like, a, like a 3.5. Okay, that's not bad. Good job, Chip. <laughs> I'm just like, what do I put at 5 and what do I put at, like, 1? I don't think I've ever read anything of Chips that I've, like, super hated. Honestly, even, like, short story stuff. And oh, yeah. Or, like, short page stuff. Do you remember when,
1: um, I think it was, like, the... Def- Fenders like one shots came out that more one mm-hmm. that I only oh
0: uh, yeah because I got that one too yeah because I
1: I got that like I'd never really read any Chip before and I was like I'm gonna fucking hate this and then I was like I'm gonna get Invaders <laughs> because I love this yeah no Chip is
0: great I, yeah, mean, I, was I say I don't I've think... been on your ass about that for a while but that's fine that's fine I like
1: all of his videos on Twitter
0: <laughs> I like all his pictures
1: especially
0: her best, her best friends
1: the the fan cut ones of the him. fan that fan
0: cut video it's was just wonderful so
1: good I'm not gonna lie there were several times I unliked it just to like it again because I loved it so much
0: bless the internet
1: okay <laughs> so uh moving on we both have Buffy this is number 12 this is part of the Hellmouth series well tie-in event yeah I guess whatever Part of the Hellmouth event. Yes. Um, and my girl Anya comes
0: through. Saves the day. hmm Gets everybody to the Tuna Palace or... <laughs> Whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: love Anya. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's her explaining why there are two... Two slayers. slayers that exist. Um. And I think we talked about that theory that she says, and you were right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so, mm-hmm. where to go, you? Thank you. I'm, I'm pretty good at, um, you know, vampire theories. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's some pretty big stuff that happens in here. Um, I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but you get to see Willow become in Willow. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool, and
0: then there's some stuff. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this, and especially if you're reading this particular issue, I'd just be ready for whatever. And don't compare it to the show. And don't compare it to the show at all. Yeah, that's just a big, big mistake right there. Yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, And I think, too, I don't read this while other people are talking to you. Yeah, because you will miss out on some stuff. Yeah, and you really do need, I I wouldn't say you have to pay full attention, but you do need to be, like, immersed in it to feel, feel your feelings, which I was not. I felt my feelings way too hard last night. (laughs) That was
1: surprisingly one thing I didn't cry about. (laughs) But I wanted to. I was just all out of tears.
0: Uh, Okay, here you
1: go. Okay, so I have uh, Nomen Omen. This is issue number five. Um, This issue goes into the history of, like, how um, the fairies, I guess, existed at one point and why they exist where they do today. Uh, and how that has to do with the main character, uh, Rebecca, and how she gets to open her power, I guess, and her, how it dealt with her, uh, near fatal incident that killed her best friend. It's all, like, tied in and stuff, and it's really fucking cool, and there's a a massive dong in here.
0: I just I needed that, to, that was a massive song. I needed to
1: mention that because it stressed me out when I was reading. This. I mean it is on the very first page. Yeah. Thankfully I didn't have to look at it too long. But it's <laughs> um it's a very I still really, really enjoy this book, especially because like in previous issues they'll give you like a taste of what the story is supposed to be about and then the next issue they'll expand mm-hmm. on it further, which I really enjoy because this world that they have created that's like kind of in a a pocket dimension within Manhattan is so fucking cool yeah really into it I, I still really love the art for this too um, and how it's like mostly black and white where she has a part
0: in it yeah even though like colors in the black and white are really like dynamic
1: yeah and like I don't know I just it's I really enjoy Mega. all the characters uh, which never really happens for me because there's usually always like one or two that I'm just mm-hmm. like I don't know about them, but I actually really really like all the characters in this because they're also different. And the good guys are good almost to a fault where I'm just like you're too good, <laughs> but I, they still are very important to the story. And the bad guys are perfect. All
0: right, so then I have sorry I have one one book.
1: Before mm-hmm. that. Oops,
0: sorry, no, it's fine. i was seeing how many I have. Oh, okay, I have a. Kill Whitey Donovan. This is issue number three. I knew the name of it. I always want to call it Whitney, but... Kill Whitey Donovan. So now you get a little bit more of the backstory between Anna and Hattie and how they met and how, I guess, who Whitey Donovan is, because that's been kind of my question. It's just like, I I believe I know who this man is, but not really. He's a gangster. Bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know good. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the end of last issue, they... We're in a Confederate camp that got stormed by rebels, and this issue is about them getting out of that and basically doing what they can to survive.
1: Did you enjoy this? Because I know you were kind of on the fence in yeah, the second one. Yeah, I
0: think this one really, like, pulled it through of how I feel with it, and I think maybe getting that little bit of a background on, like, more of their relationship and how their dynamics more so than anything else. Helps and just getting that idea of, like, what this Whitey Donovan did. And maybe I just need to go back and read the first issue because I missed that. But. No, I don't think you did. Because okay. I read the
1: first issue, too, and I.
0: And I think that's, like, the, like, that's the driving force of this particular book. So it was hard, it's hard to go into it without having that, Right. I suppose. It's right. like, why the fuck do I not like this guy?
1: Because they. They only mention
0: him yeah. in the first one. They don't say, like, anything that he does. It's just... I just know that something about Anna's sister and just something about Hattie in general. I think. I mean, that makes sense. Sorry, I just, in my head, was just, like, right through <laughs> it. So, yes. Seems like something a bad guy would do. Yes, that does seem like something <laughs> a bad guy would do. Okay, so then next... Excuse me. We have Butcher butcher of
1: Paris. So the Butcher of Paris. This is issue number three, um... This is a serial killer during World War II. They find out who the man potentially is. So yeah. they're interrogating people. And one of the people they're
0: interrogating is his wife. Um, it's interesting, the dynamics of people being like, oh, this is, he's totally been a bad guy forever. And then everybody, the well, other couple characters are we like, no, he's great. Like his wife just being like, oh, he's just... He's a good man. Yeah, he's, you have the wrong person. He's just an average
1: dude. He messed up at work for a while, but that was like it. But yeah, I also think that's very interesting, and I like that they included that because I think that it really it shapes a more personable bad guy, mm-hmm. which I just I really enjoy when you can see that they're not just like evil. Yeah, it's just like they're people. Evil. Yeah.
0: I I still really like this series. Oh yeah, I think it's really enjoyable. I think it's really interesting. Just Having it being based off of loosely off of real life, and
1: I was say that's one of my favorite panels. Yeah, and his little covers. face,
0: <laughs> uh, and just you know, I hope they catch. I mean, I know they catch the bad guy. I
1: just yeah, I really really enjoy this too. I like that it's based off of a true story and mm-hmm. one that I'm just not very familiar with. So
0: yeah, it definitely makes me want to research a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I'm. I was going to once the series is over, because I didn't want to spoil anything for myself because I didn't know sense. like how much. It was gonna be based off of like yeah. the real events, but it's good. I, how many issues is that supposed to be? Like five? five I don't know. I can't. I know it was like limited, but I can't remember. But yeah, it's a short one. We'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> or we
1: won't. We won't. Whatever.
0: Just still pick it up. though. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it's really good. It's worth it. <laughs> um, this is I. I have money shot. This is number four. Just um, the yeah, I don't know. I I didn't. I just had a moment. Um, so this issue is uh, the group, they're on that alien planet. Um, they're trying to stop the bad guy who just is like trying to bang them all to get their power. Their power being their like life essence, pretty much. Their memories, because that's what makes her stronger. Um, there's like... You bang the memories out of them? Pretty much. Hmm. Um, but they still have their memories. The the, the woman just wants them too. Because, I don't know, she feeds on the human's insights. Um, but... This kinda goes into how they deal like as a group with conflicts now versus how they did before when they started doing this shit because when before when they were just working as scientists, they all like hated each other. But now they've like all banged each other just to like get used to each other. And it's funny. It's there was a really funny scene in here that shouldn't have been as funny as it was to me. But they work really well together because each of them is a science scientist in like a different aspect of yeah. the word. So It's ridiculous. Um, I just, I have to show you because my favorite guy, I cannot, I can never remember his name um, because he goes by so many different names in here. Not because I don't pay attention. I'm not saying you don't pay
0: attention. I'm saying you just don't remember people's names. He just,
1: I know. He just, he has so many different names that I don't know which one is like actually his name, but it's this guy. He's a bald guy and he's just sitting here hugging this crystal. For like, right. for, like, five pages, because that's how the crystals get off human contact. So he's just sitting here holding this crystal and telling the crystal, like, oh, you're such a good boy. And I was like... <laughs> weird. That's very weird, but it was really funny. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, I still, this is so stupid, but I love it so much. Yeah. I love that they're going to different alien planets to bang aliens for human entertainment to make
0: money to travel more. Sounds about right, though. It's incredible. <laughs> and then I have Martian Manhunter. This is issue number 12. This is the last issue of the series. And? It wrapped it up pretty nicely. I I liked it a lot. I do have a personal opinion that I think it could have just been, like, a six-issue miniseries. Okay. It just felt like parts of it dra- like dragged and just didn't need to mm-hmm. like it didn't need to be there necessarily like you could have encompassed a lot of those issues into other issues and been fine but not a bad series enjoyable overall the art was great the storytelling was still really good and I was interested in it it just had lulls but yeah I
1: was, as long as you enjoyed it yeah
0: like I said overall I enjoyed myself it is something where I'm glad that you know it's done, so I don't have to worry about like if I need to trim my pull file down. Like what comes down to it, it's mm-hmm. just like I did it right here. I have to say, because I can't stop
1: thinking about it. The variant, yeah, the variant was really great. Is incredible. So if you pick it up,
0: maybe take a look at it. Yeah, we actually just talked about Gideon Falls probably right before you hopped yes. on. Honestly, <laughs> so yes. sorry. It uh, it was good. It was great. It was really good. Um, so then, now we have X-Men Fantastic Four. This is issue number one. This is my second chippy boy of the the week. And this issue stressed me the fuck out. (laughs) I was so stressed. Um, I don't like parents. (laughs) Parents just don't understand. They don't. Um,
1: I... I read this a little bit ago, um, and it also stressed me out, um, do you want to do, like, a brief thing what it's about? Because I don't want to, like, spoil anything, because I'll get, like, heated, and I'll just, i like, go <laughs> off. Uh,
0: so, yeah, this, number one, kind of focuses around if you, uh, were, I was, like, in-house for number one, where they meet up with Fantastic Four,
1: uh, out of the gate. I believe so, yeah.
0: So, in-house one... You kind of get an interaction between the mutants and the Fantastic Four, since Franklin is a mutant. Or oh, was that just X-Men? No, it was House. Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Okay, there. I'm just
1: trying, because I just remember
0: Cyclops, like, walking back, being like... Hey, yeah, no, was, okay. I'm pretty sure it was House Okay. Uh, so, in this particular issue, you kind of build more upon the idea that they want Franklin Richards to come to Krakoa and be with his people, and also to kind of figure out why his powers have been depleting and if they can help fix that. So, Xavier has this plan to have Kitty Pride come in to kind of talk to Franklin. And also, they kind of just want to approach this in a diplomatic way. Absolutely. So to speak. At least in my personal opinion. That's right. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> You're
1: right. I wasn't doubting you at all. I just, <laughs> the two books, like, meshed in my head, so...
0: Uh, so in this, they, they kind of go about it maybe with too many people, but Reed and Sue aren't having this at all, and that's, and that, and nobody talks to each other. Yeah, there is no (laughs) communication. So things kind of get explosive and really intense, and you kind of find out some things about Franklin that he didn't know, and that you didn't know, and and i'm really i'm really excited to see what happens here
1: if you were going to approach the richards family to to steal their kid potentially who would you take with you to make it like non combative you know what i mean like yeah. cause there were too many people and i was just thinking who i would take if i was savior I don't don't
0: really have anybody in there. I would
1: have left Magneto at home. Yeah, I probably
0: would have left Magneto
1: at home. Probably left Wolverine at home. I think I would have just taken Kate and maybe, like,
0: had someone outside. Yeah, like Storm would have been chill. I I just really do think, like, everybody just had hot tempers and just went off the bat, like, right away without thinking about it, you know? Right. And it's just really frustrating to me that Reed and Sue, being somebody with powers just can't. Well, actually, in hindsight, maybe that was why Xavier
1: brought so many people, because he knew that was going to happen. Yeah, that was what was going to happen, because he was like, I know these two, they're short-tempered. Talk about their son, they're going to lose it.
0: Yeah, and I just feel like, I don't know, like I said to you, they're just kind of reacting like white people who are just like, oh man, these people are trying to defend themselves after being, you know, oppressed their entire existence. We're gonna be normal. You guys, you're just you're doing too much. What are you doing? But I digress.
1: Any other words? No, I'm getting heated again. I'm trying to <laughs> take it
0: down. And that's all we have to say about Fantastic Four X-Men. Chip, you
1: did a really good job. Because it invoked a lot of feelings in
0: me. <laughs> and then we have Marauders issue number seven. Mm-hmm. If you read Marauders issue number six, I'm gonna tell you this doesn't clear anything up. No, not at all. It's almost um,
1: just glossing over the fact of the events that happened in issue number six, but it brings in Callisto, who I am pleased with. Um, i I
0: don't know what to say without like spoiling
1: anything. yeah, and
0: i I think at its core, this is almost just like that that filler to bring in other characters mm-hmm. kind of give you a more filled out idea of what that weird gross little kid group is doing and how they're trying to infiltrate. The mutants.
1: Yeah, I mean that. Like that, pretty much sums it up. Especially if you haven't read issue number six, because there are some conversations that happen in here that have a lot to do with that. Yes. So we're figuring it out, and Kalista is part of the picture
0: now. <laughs> so that's Wednesday. Thanks for stopping by and hanging out with us. And we went surprisingly fast today. We did. How we, many minutes is that? It is thirty minutes. So yeah. bad. And so yeah. So thanks for coming. Go buy comics, and we'll see you. See you next week. And Ramsey, I'm sorry we we just missed you.
1: We just missed you. We just finished. I got here a little earlier than I normally do. Right? Yeah. I feel like I did. Yeah. yeah.
0: But everybody, we love you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.